from ministry to Hollywood and all things in between. Actor T.C. Stallings helps us explore today's issues through a biblical lens. Let's dive in to TCS Live. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the TCS Live show right here on the Edify Network. I am your host, T.C. Stallings. Excited, as always, to jump into living life from a biblical perspective in all areas, in all aspects, total, complete, and surrendered life to Jesus. This is TCS Live. And, well, two days ago, my book came out, Eyes Fixed, My True Life Story. Couldn't be more excited about it. Um, Man, it's just, I lay myself bare. I talk about a lot of things that many of you Absolutely will have no clue ever happened in my life. Um, eyes fixed that, you know, the title kind of speaks for itself. It's all about uh, fixing your eyes on Jesus comes from Hebrews chapter 12, you know, fixing your eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of, of your faith. And for me, that has been the story of my life, even at times where I didn't even know um, what it meant to truly focus on Jesus. That's something that I had to learn throughout my life. And I talk about these lessons and how tough it was at times to even do that, but it was just life-changing for me. But the book focuses on all the different times from the time that I was born up, all the way up until right now. The book focuses on every time that Satan tried to knock me out of having my focus on Jesus all the different ways and the sneaky ways and the underhanded ways that he's attacked me, just all the things that I've been through in life in which if I didn't have my eyes fixed on Jesus, I my life could be completely different. And when you mix everything that you do know about me with everything that you didn't know that you're about to learn about me, it paints a complete picture of what my life has been like and I know it's going to be inspiring for so many people. I always say one of my favorite things about reading the Bible is because these are, for the most part, they're normal, everyday people. When you're talking about like, like you know, uh, Peter, Paul, you know, John, Luke, uh, Isaiah, David, you know, just all these different people. And, and they're given their accounts of what it was like to live for Jesus. And we see all the different things that God has done in their lives, that that the Holy Spirit has done in their lives, that Jesus has uh, done in their lives. And we read these things in the Bible today. And here are thousands and thousands of years later, we read these things and they're inspiring us to live for Jesus, even now. So their lives and their stories told is inspiring us right now to live for Jesus in a very, very passionate way. And so... That's why I love reading the Bible, because, again, Jesus, God, Holy Spirit operating in the lives of of normal, everyday people. And that's what makes it so amazing to read. And then you understanding that you and I, me and you, we are we are normal, everyday people. And and God can operate in our lives much the same way he does. Jesus operating our lives much the same way. The Holy Spirit operating in our lives much the same way. And what ends up happening, this is, and this is why you want to always be able to tell your testimony, is because when you tell your story, people can be inspired by it. Just like how we're inspired when, when we read the stories of the apostles and other Christ followers, um, people who obey God and people who are led by the Holy Spirit, just like we're inspired by their, their stories, when you share your testimony, 
people are inspired by it in much the same way. And if the world is still here, you know, hundreds of thousands of years from now, these books and, and your testimony and all these different things will still be hanging around. And that excites me that I get to share what God has done in my life and it can inspire other people around the world right now. And so this just, I can't tell you just how exciting that is for me. I've, I've already written two books. Uh, one is The Pursuit and one is Plan on God's Team. Both of these were devotionals. I, I really aim to teach a lot in, in those two books. In this one, the teaching is going to be organic because it's it's you learn on your own from hearing my story. So like I'm not uh, like just just overtly looking to teach. I'm just looking to talk to you. I'm looking to tell you my story. And in reading this book, it's almost like, like I said, we just sat down and we're just having a cup of coffee or something. And, and you're like, TC, tell me about your life. And I get to tell you. And I don't hold much of anything back because everything that I went through, because of what God has done, it, it only brings him so much glory. So things make me not look so great at times. You know, things were rough. Um, some things I'm not that proud of. But because of what I what what I watched God do in my life, I knew I had to share these things. You know, it reminds me of when Paul said, you know, he he, he was the worst of sinners. And um, but when you look at who Paul is, it just inspires you the, the change that he allowed God to do. When 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 Jesus hit him head on on Damascus Road, and he's just a completely different person. And it's just that's just the story of 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 just how awesome it is to become a Christ follower. And he he shows his love to you, changes your life and loves you too much to allow you to stay the same. You're completely different. And so, man, I just I'm I'm so excited to just be able to just share my story with the world, share my testimony with the world. And it's a way of just being able to see how nothing that I went through was just for the sake of, you know, pain. You know, it 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 it, it wasn't just for the sake of just happening just to happen. God didn't waste a moment of my life from the time that I was born. He didn't waste a moment. He didn't waste a situation because now I get to talk about all of them. And I feel like because of these different situations that I have been through, the variety of these situations, that a lot of people are going to see themselves in this book in different areas. And then there's a biblical way of dealing with it. You know, because I, I was able to use scripture to deal with a lot of what I went through. But then early on in the book, you'll see that there are some situations that I didn't know how to use scripture just yet. I didn't know. I didn't have the faith that I needed to use, um, like like a, a strong faith to get me out of stuff. I didn't. There's so many times that I didn't. I was nowhere near the type of person that I am. I had to grow into that. So what was holding me up in, in the early stages of my life? It is God's grace and his mercy. And you're going to see that all over my life. You're going to see how he protected me. And um Man, I, it's, I'm just so, I'm humbled by it. I, that's why you have to share the love of, of God and the grace of God. And, and just even when you don't know how to go after him, he's coming after you. And that's a huge theme, you know, early on, you know, in my book. And so I, I can't wait for everybody to be able to, uh, to check it out. Um, it's, like I said, it's out now. If you want to check it out, you can head to my website, www.tcstallings.life, L-I-F-E, and just head right to the online store. And the uh, all the copies are autographed. And again, you know, a um, special day for me was this past uh, Wednesday, uh, yesterday, 
um, was my 20 year wedding anniversary to my wife, Lavette. And the book, obviously, it, it released uh, on that day, June 9th. And this was huge because my wife wrote the foreword to the book. And, you know, normally you have, you know, maybe a, a prominent person or a prominent figure or someone, maybe an industry person writes your foreword and everything to make it all, you know, whatever, attractive or whatever. But no, I wanted my wife to write my foreword uh, because no one knows my life better than her. You know, I've spent half my life with her, you know, and no one knows me better than she does at this point. You know, I... Having her write this forward, was just, I, I just couldn't resist uh, the opportunity to have her lead everybody into our life story. Because my life story is, is, is half of it is her life story as well. And so just she tees up the book very well. She just literally gets you in the right frame of mind of what you're about to read. And so when I just read the forward that she wrote, I mean, even that is just it's, it's, it's so heartwarming for me. Uh, to have her lead off this book. But yeah, June 9th, 20 years uh, with Lavette. And, um, you know, we've been together basically 21 years and we got married uh, after just, you know, maybe about seven, eight months of dating. And uh, it's been the biggest and hugest blessing of my life um, outside of being born and outside of accepting Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, um, meeting this woman and um, starting a family and and, and being uh a God-led couple has just been the hugest blessing in my life. And so, you know, she even has her own chapter. <laughs> chapter six in the book is called Levette. <laughs> and it's called that for a reason, you know. And uh, so, and then from that point on, you know, you'll see, you know, she she's on, on this journey with me um, within the book. And I dedicated the book to my mother. I dedicated the book to my mother, who, um, as some of you know, or you may or may not know, she is not with me anymore. Uh, she passed away from the coronavirus uh, last year. And um, I dedicated it to her um, because now she is all over this book from start to finish. And, um, you know, she she was here when I was when I was, uh, you know, writing it. And, um, you know, some things I had to consult her about because there are some things I didn't even know about my childhood that my mother was able to reveal to me um, and really help give some insight on some things that I wouldn't have even been able to tell you guys because my book starts from literally conception. You know, my book, I talk about some things I wasn't even born yet, <laughs> you know, um, my, uh, but my mother would tell me these stories uh, because it had a lot to do with me coming into the world. And I think it's, it's funny how even right off from chapter one, uh, you're going to see the importance of, of um, God's grace and mercy. But, but yeah, I, I, I dedicated it to her um, and I know uh, she would be really, really proud uh, of this book right now. Um, if she was able to to read it, she knows uh, or she knew some of the stuff that was going into it. But um, I, I, I dedicate this book to her with all my heart. And I think um, the, even some moms in the world uh, will be able to identify uh, with a lot of the things that she went through in terms of, um, you know, bringing me into the world and and what all that meant at the time. And when you read my story, you'll see, you know, even that. Even that was an was an ordeal in and of itself. Um, in my book, um, I don't 
I don't shy away from, you know, giving the the real deal about my family. I know a lot of people uh, who know me, you know, I don't I don't really uh, talk about my personal life uh, that much. So, again, this was new for me to even be able to do that. But I do I do really let you in on my family and, and, and just how growing up for me, what that meant for me, you know, the impact that my family had on me uh, being the youngest of six. Um, you know, with my father not in my life. Um, and you know, I don't want to blow the book for you. You'll be able to to experience all of that and what that was all about. But I will say this at this point, you know, right here today in 2021, you know, I got uh, I got two brothers and three sisters and uh, that's on my mother's side. I got other siblings on my father's side. But just just focusing on um, on, on them like right now, um, some some really nostalgic things have come to mind for me as I celebrate the release of the book uh, a couple of days ago. But, you know, my brother, who has spent a lot of his life in prison, um, you know, he's he he has been out now for like the last two years. And I mean, when I, my brother's like 56 now. Uh, he spent like 30 years of his life in prison. And um, he got out like right before my mother died. And so she was able to see him be out and living life the way she's always wanted him to, to live it. And he's been doing that for the last couple of years. But, you know, he just had a baby girl um, at 56. Yeah, I know y'all are like, wow, really? Like, <laughs> yeah, he just had a baby girl at 56. And he texted me the pictures and I got a chance to see him um, uh, when he had his baby girl a few months ago. Uh, he texted me pictures recently of him taking the baby girl to church so that he could dedicate her back to the Lord. And that is so huge because that's not the guy that he used to be. Um, he, he, it, it's just things like that um, that inspire me because the stuff that I get to talk about in my book, you know, it was just life wasn't like that for me to have those type of examples back then. But now just to see him, this is my oldest brother, taking his daughter just to dedicate her back to the Lord uh, before congregation. Um, he didn't even go to church a whole lot. Now he's going to church and everything. It's just... In the backdrop of this book, I'm just so happy to see those things because I couldn't write about those things in this book. They weren't happening back then, but they're happening now. You're listening to the Edify Podcast Network. We'll be right back. This podcast is part of the Edify Podcast Network. Edify is a faith-inspiring app that brings together thousands of the best Christian podcasts in one place for your listening enjoyment. Cut through the noise and grow your faith by diving into the world's top Christian podcasts today. Download the Edify app for free from the App Store or Google Play or by going to edify.app. That's E-D-I-F-I dot app. This is the Edify Podcast Network. Welcome back. Another thing, you know, I mentioned my dad. You know, I, um, I was in Michigan I was filming uh, my new TV show called The Watchers, and you'll be able to check that out pretty soon. Um, actually, uh, early 2022, it's a new TV show. But I was filming, and um, I was in my dressing room, and you know, me and my 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 father, like I said, my 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 biological father, we, um, you know, we we hadn't had a chance to really get to know each other at all. You know, I I didn't. I, I I actually didn't meet him for the first time until I was 19 years old. And I'll talk about this stuff in the book. But I was sitting in my dressing room and just something came over me and just said, give him a call. Just give him a call. 
we don't we don't talk we don't talk that much, but we've 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 reconciled my bitter feelings toward him not being in my life. Uh, so we've at least got a chance to exchange numbers and uh, we know we talk a little bit. And uh, if you look at one of my previous episodes, I think it was the, the episode where I had Jason Earls, comedian Jason Earls as a guest. If you go back and li- listen to that podcast, you'll be able to hear us talk about um, I'll get in detail about reconciliation with my father if you want to know that story. But just know that we are we've been reconciled to the point to where we can at least have, you know, cordial, nice conversations. But anyway, I was knowing that the book was coming out. You know, I was kind of just thinking about um, just thinking about him. And uh, I just decided to give him a call. <laughs> I gave him a call and we had the longest conversation that we've had probably maybe in my entire life. We talked for like, I don't know, maybe it was like two and a half, three hours almost. And we just really, I, 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 my goal for that conversation was I wanted him to be able to feel like he can enjoy what his son is doing. That's, that's, that was really my goal. It's just for him to feel like he can enjoy what the things that, that God is doing in my life, the type of person that I am the type of person that God has made me into, the, the things that he has done with my life. Um, I know personally he's going to feel like he had nothing to do with it. Uh, but, you know, fact of the matter is I wouldn't be here without him. You know, um, he, he, he was someone that God used to get me here. And we talked about so many different things. And again, that was huge for me just because there was, there's still so many things. It's so, it's so funny. Yeah, I've written this autobiography about myself, but that's because just so much has happened in my life in these last 43 years. Um, but there's probably going to be a part two because in talking to him, there's so many things that I just still didn't know about his life, about why he wasn't around, you know, just, you know, his relationship with my mother and just all these different things. And honestly, there were some questions that I actually did not want answers to. Um, because I think they would be too painful at this point. But to have that conversation uh, with him uh, was just incredible. Um, I think at this stage, for me, another thing that excites me about writing this book is just because you'll be able to see that I have so many opportunities to be a statistic. Um, you know, with no father in the home, we're not the best godly examples. When you live in a rough neighborhood, when you're around drugs and crime and drive-bys and, you know, just all these different things, um, the the tendency is to just say, you know, you're going to end up in jail or dead, you know. Um, but there is a grace factor in that that's not accounted for. There's a God factor in that. There's a Jesus factor in that. There's a, there's a Holy Spirit factor in there. There's a there's a there's a purpose on or, or a god ordained purpose factor that is not accounted for in statistics in regular statistics because when you add that in there everything um just there there's nothing etched in st- etched in stone that says how you start life is how you have to finish it that that how you start life means you're going to end up um one of these statistics just because it happens to a lot of people the grace factor is incredible. You see that all over the book. And I hope that inspires people. It is, it, your start um, simply is just the, the way you begin. You know, um, being a track guy, um, and I'm talking about running now, 
Um, there's so many track meets I've seen where the gun goes off and every and, and everybody takes off and then someone has the lead and maybe someone stumbled at the start or whatever. Um, but as the race goes on, because the race, you know, we talk, let's say we're talking about the 100 meters. The race is 100 meters. It ain't 10, 10 meters. It ain't 20 meters. It's 100. And the person who starts off winning ends up in last place. And the person who was losing ends up, you know, first. Regard, he may have stumbled out. He may not have had a good start, whatever. Um, but he finishes in first place because you got to run that whole race. And this book just paints a picture of how I've, you know, been led by God to run this race thus far. And a lot of my start is just not the type of start that you would imagine for where I am right now. You know, my, in fact, you just be like, I can't believe you're still alive. It's crazy. But again, statistics don't account for the God factor. And God had a plan for me to be exactly where I am, doing exactly what I'm doing and doing it where I'm doing it and doing it how I'm doing it. And it's just the best thing that I did was learn to put my faith and trust in him and stick by him. And I, and I think a lot, another reason that I hope people take from this book that I've, and I've simplified this is just people complicate following Jesus. Um, people complicate it and turn it into something that is not, it's not easy, but it, it, it's not complicated. And, it, and there's a difference, you know, something can be difficult, but not be complicated. You know, it's, the Bible tells us everything that we need to do. And that's why I created this show is because I want to talk about living life from a biblical perspective and no other perspective, regardless of how unpopular it is, regardless of what you lose from doing it, regardless of for, for, you know how many opportunities you feel like might pass you by. The number one opportunity that you should care about is the opportunity to be with Jesus when all this is over. I mean, nothing else matters, right? And that simplifies it for me. That's when people ask me, how do I make my decisions? I'm like, look, if it's going to interfere with my relationship with Jesus, if it's, if it's going to interfere with my eternal um, peace and rest with him, if it's going to interfere with my ability to make disciples, then it can't be in my life. And it doesn't matter who it is or what it is. you know. So it's that simple. And most of it doesn't even rely on your strength. In fact, none of it relies on your strength. It is a strength that you draw from your relationship with Jesus. And the tendency now is for people to get bored with that. They get bored with doing the right thing. They get bored with following Jesus wholeheartedly. They get bored with, you know, being, you know, left out of what the world is doing. But see, that's, that's why, the, that's why you know, Scripture says, like, don't grow weary in doing good. Because you will reap a harvest of blessings if you don't quit. That's why I titled my book, Eyes Fixed. Because you have to, it's, you have to keep your eyes fixed. Because that's one of Satan's greatest trick is to take advantage of you getting bored with doing things right or you getting tired of being left out. You know how Jesus says foxes have holes but birds and birds have nests, but the son of man has no place to lay his head. People get tired of having no place to lay their head because when you're rolling with Jesus, you're, you're, you, you kind of deal with the same effects that he dealt with. That's why he said, take up your cross and follow me. And, and in suffering, we identify with Jesus. And people get tired of identifying with him. People get tired of being told no. People get tired of being rejected. People get tired of being hated. You know, um, and then that's when Satan comes in and tries to provide that easy way out. And a lot of people end up taking it. 
but you got to keep your eyes fixed. And you do that through the power of the Holy Spirit. And that's what I'm trying to encourage people to do with this book. You know, I, the title also just reminds me, you know, when I think about eyes fixed is, you know, when Peter was, uh, he was on the boat and he, Jesus was walking on water coming at him and they thought it was, he thought it was a ghost. And he's like, Lord, is that you? And Jesus like, yeah, it's me. And then Peter, a little, little shaky about that. Like, well, if it's you, call me out to you so I can come to you. Jesus said, hey, come, let's go. Peter gets out the boat, he's walking and he's fine until he takes his eyes off Jesus. Then he starts to sink. And that's what Satan wants you to do, take your eyes off Jesus so you can sink. And he'll, he'll come at you at any point of your walk, at any point of your race. You know, it, um, it doesn't matter at what stage of life you are, you can always take your eyes off Jesus and Satan can wreak havoc. And um, my book is uh, a, testament, a testament and a testimony to uh, God helping me never to fully take my eyes off Jesus. And that has been the key to keep me walking firm the way that I am. You know, and so that's my encouragement you know, to everybody. And that's my 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 challenge to you. You know, as you read this book, if if you um, um, decide to get the book and you read the book, that's really my challenge to you is to keep the main thing the main thing, which is at the end of the day, what should you be focused on? Because Satan is vying for your attention and to get you focused on other things. That's where that's where idolatry comes from. You know, where you where you put your focus and your 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 dreams, your goals, your effort, your energy, and and everything into anything but Jesus. Then Satan's winning. That that is exactly what he wants. And so my goal with this book, and my goal with my life, my goal with my gifts, my talents, and anything that you see me doing, is to represent a person that has allowed the Holy Spirit to take over his life in such a way to where I'm okay with whatever comes along with keeping my eyes fixed on Jesus and who he is. And if if through this book and anything that I do, um, I can create, uh, you know, help create other Christ followers like that, um, encourage other disciples um, to walk that way of Jesus, you know, you know, just making disciples, just encouraging people to, to stay away from what the world is trying to get you to do, stay away from Satan's traps, then that's, that's what makes this all worth it. That is literally why I do what I do. That is why I'm encouraging you to uh, not only get the book, but I'm encouraging you to spread the word about it, share with anybody that you think would benefit from it. Um, I know the Lord has already purposed who's going to read it, so I'm not getting all caught up in numbers or anything like that. I mean, I don't really care if it's a bestseller or anything like that. I care about it changing lives. You know, that's that's what I, you know, changing lives, inspiring lives, uh, creating more disciples for Jesus. He can use it however he want to use it. So that's what it's all about. Um, obviously, when you guys get the book, it helps me to make more books and, and just keep this thing moving. The more people know about it, the more the testimony gets to fly around the world. And, uh, and that's what I'm hoping for. So again, you can get the book at uh, my website, www.tcstallings.life, L-I-F-E, tcstallings.life, right there in my online store. Um, I'm signing books as we speak to give it a personal touch. And uh, I really appreciate your prayers. Pray for the book to make the rounds around the world, you know, uh, for people to just read it and be inspired buy it. I'm really, really uh, happy that um, God has taken me through all these things, even the painful stuff, because it had a purpose. And it's going to bless so many people 
And I, I, I wouldn't change a thing. I, you know, I was doing an interview and someone asked me, if you can go back and talk to your younger self, what would you tell them? And because I love who God has made me into right now, I wouldn't tell him anything. Because if I told him something that caused him to alter um, the things that happened to me, then I may not be the guy that I am. Now, if I hated my life right now, if I hated everything, if I'm just depressed, I, of course, there's a lot of things I would want to change just so I can get to a state of where I can be happier. But I love who God has made me into. With all the bumps along the way, with all the, the trials and tribulations, and just all the different things, it could be anything, the near homelessness, the near death, the near this, the near that. Like, yeah, all of that's in that book. When you read it, you'll see. I wouldn't change anything because it made me into someone that I absolutely love who God has made me into. I love the family that he has given me. And I love the people that he has allowed me to influence to know him better. I love the perspective that he has given me about scripture, about life, uh, about everything. I love it. So for that reason, I wouldn't change a thing. So I want to thank you for joining me for this episode of the TCS Live Show. I really uh, appreciate Everyone who has already gotten the book, um, if you are going to get the book, I'm thanking you right now in advance. Uh, autograph copies available at tcstallings.life. Um, and um, definitely get with me on social media. Uh, I am TC Stallings on Facebook and Twitter. Real TC Stallings on Instagram. We'll love to see your pictures with the book and uh, hear your reviews and your take and any inspiring stories, all of that. That's just going to make me smile and warm my heart in a way that you would not believe, because that is the whole reason that I've done it, is to bring glory to Jesus and, uh, and to inspire you. So thanks again. I will see you on another episode of the TCS Live show uh, next week. Oh, thanks for everyone who has given the well wishes uh, for my 20 year anniversary. I want to thank Lavette for um, just being everything that she is, uh, for writing that beautiful forward, and uh, just for being my, my wife, a great mother, a great uh, manager. Um, she is my manager, for those who don't know, uh, the vice president of Team TC Productions. I want to thank my daughter, uh, Christian, um, 19 years old, beautiful young lady with, with a just got a great head on her shoulders. And she is on her way, starting her own little comic book company uh, and just just exciting for what the Lord is doing, uh, is doing with her and her gifts and her talents. Uh, my, my son, my 12 year son, AC, you know, I want to thank him. Again, just a, a, another um, excellent, excellent child. Got a great head on his shoulders. His athleticism is like the little mini me. Um, just my whole family and, and all my friends and all my supporters and everyone who has been praying for me. Uh, your prayers work because, again, everything that I'm talking about, you know, from my mother, God rest her soul, um, from anyone in my life who has uh, made a deposit, you know, my old football coach. Uh, my pastor growing up, um, you know, different friends that I had in college and, and in high school. And just you all know who you who you are. If you in any way, shape or form have made a deposit into my life, you know, I'm talking about you. Um, and I thank you for that, because for that reason, I have been able to keep my eyes fixed. Jesus has used all of you guys to make an impact in my life. Um, keep doing it. Keep praying for us. And we're going to keep on walking right behind the Lord, being uh, empowered by the Holy Spirit 
and knowing that God is sovereign over it all. And we're going to keep using all our gifts and talents for him. I'm going to keep my eyes fixed on Jesus and we'll keep making disciples until Jesus says all said and done. God bless you guys. We will see you next time on another episode of the TCS Live Show. Eyes Fixed, available now at www.tcstallings.life. And God bless you. Much love. Thanks for listening to TCS Live with TC Stallings on the Edify Podcast Network. Tune in next time for another powerful exploration of faith and life. And for more must-hear podcasts, download the Edify Podcast app on the Apple and Google Play stores or at edify.app. 